friends from college Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name's Brian Andrew I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just sit there and like process what I'm doing, or do you? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm processing the law. Okay. Uh, yeah, Clippers split it in Phoenix. I think uh that was our goal going into the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I think we all got a little. I'm not gonna say greedy, but I think we all were like, oh well, what if we get game two? And we didn't. Uh, I mean, but ha- what? I mean, to be fair, the game was pretty close until the fourth quarter, so yeah, the possibility very... to gain game two was still there. Absolutely. So, uh, how? Are you, what? Are, what are your general feelings right now? Uh, you know, it's in order for to us to beat the Suns, everyone needs to contribute. Norman Powell had a pretty rough one. Uh, Terrence Mann played pretty well. Bones Highland had some, you know. Some good moments and bad moments. Uh, Nicholas Batum little, struggling a little bit, but you know I think he's mainly there just to kind of help uh, on the defensive end. It's it's a little rough, you know. They're, they're playing against Chris Paul, KD, Booker, CP3, and you know CP3 should be considered non. <laughs> I think you said Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you said Chris Paul. Kevin Durant, but or whatever. I don't know what order. You, and uh, then you said yeah, CP3 yeah. at the end. <laughs> it pisses me off, dude. Oh my god, Aiden, whatever. It just like CP3 should have been a non-factor, but he started balling in the fourth corner, and it pissed me off so much. Yeah, it it was a little annoying. It, it just it to be honest, we only lost by fourteen points in a game where they shot close to fifty nine percent from the field. And forty-two percent from the three-point line, and ninety-three percent from the free throw line, and they just—not just Chris, not just Booker, not just Kevin Durant—but like I just feel like everyone couldn't miss in the second half. But we stayed in it. That's impressive for I feel like how bad we played. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry about that. That's my that's my alarm. You know, tell me to go to sleep. Uh, I'm a I'm not. I, 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 I didn't hear it. So. You're oh really? Well, maybe if maybe anyone maybe. hears it. Yeah, maybe. If anyone hears it, now you know what time I go to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I de- I definitely agree with you. Um, it was a winnable game. Westbrook was playing phenomenal in the beginning. Um, Kawhi is doing his thing. It just it made me miss PG. Like, oh, I'm like dude, yeah. PG was here. Like this. I guarantee, like, I I just feel more confident. I feel like with PG, I know it's super cocky because, you know, the game might change. The 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 rhythm might change. But there's something about having Paul George on this team that just gives you that, like, that that confidence. Like, dude, this this series may have been possibly just 2-0, definitely, for the Clippers. I, I'm going to throw this out there because I know Tory Craig's been talking a lot. <laughs> but, uh their team right now, I'm just gonna be real about it. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, you you can take this receipt right now. If the Suns survive this series, they're not a championship team. 
Like, because when they play other teams, the other teams are going to have a lot better. I'm, I don't know. Like, how should I put it? But like, better one two punches, at least. Mm-hmm. And that was well, that's what the Suns had today, right? It was just like, all right, we can't, we, we can't stop Durant, we can't stop Booker, we can't. In the fourth quarter, Chris Paul was getting to his spots. It was just in the first in the first half, DeAndre Ayton made like every shot he took from the mid range. Mm-hmm. Like it's the Suns own the mid range, and it is what it is. And but I, like you said, like if we had Paul George, and who's like I know like a lot of stories came out that he's not going to come back the series and. As Clipper fans, I think we have to mentally prepare for that, but I'm still holding some optimism that if this stretches out, that he could possibly come back at some point. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, there's this Suns defense can't stop the gravity of Kawhi and Paul George on the court at the same time. Yeah. They just can't do it. And then that just spaces the court better for Russell. And shut out the Russell. Great. <laughs> he was super <laughs> inefficient offensively in the first game. He's a lot more uh offensively efficient this game. Missed some layups, but you know, that's what you're gonna get with Russ. Um, but yeah. I mean like I even said it like I was like I was texting some friends. I was like, No, yeah, if we if we had Paul George, just another wing we could put out there that could score, at least have some gravity that could play some defense, you know, having uh, Kawhi and Paul George switching off on Kevin Durant, forcing the Suns to have to hunt the one, the one weak link on the court instead of being able to hunt two or three weak links on the court. You know, I think that would, I don't know, just, it it would make things a lot better. We're essentially going to be benefiting from the Saints and the Suns are benefiting from having so many weapons, right? Like with, you know, my well, two CB3 players apparently, <laughs> based on my analysis. But yeah, we, we'd be feeling the same benefits as that, like having Westbrook, Paul George, and Kawhi. It's it'd be a little bit more different of a, of a story in the fourth quarter, I would believe. But yeah. um, aside from that, like <clears throat> again, close game all the way to the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. I mean, at one point, they made it a five point, they just cut it down to a five point lead. And unfortunately, just they just gain momentum. Like Booker, mm-hmm. Booker is good. Let's 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 call what it is. Like he's one of the he, best mid range shooters in the league. Yeah, he's he's going to ball, and you put him aside, Kevin Durant, who's going to have some gravity. He's going to have those one on ones, and he's going to benefit from those. Um, and you know, to his credit, he's also played really well defensively. And uh, I know he's been kind of doing that for a couple seasons now, but. You know, he's playing a really great game. It's just, to me, the irritating part is a CP3 just balling. Because, <laughs> like, you know, he's old. Like, he's 37 years old. It's not It's not because I hate CP3. It's just because he, he's up there in age. Like, he shouldn't be having the legs to do these middle these mid-range. To be honest, he doesn't. Bones was able to get by CP3 all game. Yeah. It's it's just, we, we went to this random uh, point of the game where it felt like, we're putting so much emphasis on Booker and KD that CP3 would get the ball and then he'd get a good matchup and then he'd just get to his spot and I don't know what it was. He probably went like five for five or something. I don't have the, I don't have it in front of me, but he probably went like five for five in the fourth quarter from like the same range. And then there was like a moment where 
there's like two seconds left on the shot clock on the shot clock. The the Suns uh offense was like in disarray, it seemed like. And then he just kind of shoots it up with his like, you know, his stupid fadeaway ish shot he takes. And it went in. And it was like from like 18 feet or something. And like it's those moments where you're like, all right, they're shooting 60 something percent from the field. Everyone's getting to their spots, and you're gonna make that shot. Then yeah, you know the Suns. The Suns are destined to win this game. And even then, we didn't give up. And I think like this is actually a very positive uh, outlook going forward. Like if you told me before the series started that the Clippers would take one of the games of Phoenix, and they would still be highly competitive in a game where the Suns basically shot sixty percent from the field the entire game. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Sign me up, <laughs> you know. But so, you know, but you know where you could hear that? Where our episode before the playoffs, <laughs> <laughs> we said that we would take game one. So, yeah. Um, and and we we also said Paul George would come back by game three or four, and he had a workout today. Yeah, and he he was moving. He was he he was he was planting that knee. He was moving that knee, and he was shooting on that knee. He wasn't just taking spot shots from like 15 feet away. He was moving. Just just rub a little Bengay on that. Just go out there, yeah, Paul George. Like, come on, man. The last thing the Suns need in this series is Paul George. <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't think they can have because Devin Booker in that first half was completely flustered. Mm-hmm. But like he is an emotional man. And as long as you keep him frustrated and on his heels the entire game. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to win. It's just you gave him a little, you know, motivation when he made the last shot in the half, uh, in, the, in the first half, and he got a little motivation. And then, you know, you know, like having KD on the court makes Devin Booker's job easier, obviously. You know, it's like Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Durant is one of the best offensive players in probably the history of the game. And then you add Devin Booker, who can't miss from the mid range. Apparently, DeAndre Dean can't miss from, like, they could just hit that shot all game. You know, and mm-hmm. then you have Tory Craig. Apparently, is the best uh, corner three point shooter in the history of the NBA. It's these, <laughs> the the these, but like, can they do that every single game? I don't know, and I don't know how it's going to go. But the Lakers have their own thing going on. You know, they have their own playoff scenarios going on. I I really do feel like we're not going to have as much of a split crowd. I'm hoping that the Clipper fans show up for Game Three and Four. Yeah. I hope I hope that crypto can become a hostile environment, kind of like similar to when we played the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure the Suns fans are going to travel out because it's not a far drive, but I still think Clipper fans are going to show up and the Laker fans are going to stay and like you know stay at home or save their money for a Laker game kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that you would spend money as you go see mm-hmm. a team that you don't root for, right? <laughs> right. Uh, Ty was, you know, he had his back against the wall. I don't think this game really falls on Ty. I would actually, uh, hot take. I think Ty made poor coaching decisions in game one and we won that game that he made tonight. Um, I understand, uh, certain players are not playing. I'm sure there's reasons for that. Uh, but yeah, like, did I hate the four guard lineup? Sure, I didn't love it. Maybe Zoo can have played an extra three minutes into of, of this game, mm-hmm. but you know, 
if Ty doesn't feel like Zoo could go that extra three minutes, then I'm sorry, we're gonna play four guards out there. That's all we have on our team. Like, <laughs> yeah, Roko's in the doghouse for whatever reason. Yeah, Morris, whose legs don't work, and PG's out. So name me another wing on this team that's gonna play. Yeah, like it's going to be guards. You know, like, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of thinking about this before. You know, in the beginning of the season, the issue with. Roko coming out, you know, about like cheating on his wife and stuff like that, causing all that drama. I wouldn't be surprised if that really like, you know, caused an issue with him and Ty, you know, like, and maybe Lawrence Frank was forcing it to happen, right? Lawrence Frank was forcing, you know, him to use him, but in reality, like, you know, maybe Tyler has some sort of more <laughs> morality compass, you know, he's just like, I, I don't mess with those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know, something happened at some point. And so, and uh, we know Morris is gonna is not gonna go up. Like like if you if you really want to see, I'm not gonna lie to you though. If it's in the fourth quarter and Ty's going to experiment with to see if Morris could go out there and do something, I would be like, this is not the time to figure that out. That that would be a poorer coaching decision on my end than to just at least go rock with the players that have been playing pretty well for the last two weeks of the season. You know what? I'm not too against Morris playing, mainly because of the fact that he's had some time to rest. Maybe he has the legs under him. You, you would know? start that in the fourth quarter, though. I, w- the... I wouldn't. I'm not saying start for in the fourth. I'm just oh. saying like when you experiment, okay. like you're gonna bring some experimentation. I, I would, I would be okay with introducing Marcus Morris. Maybe not the fourth quarter. Maybe sometime in this, you know, putting him in with the second unit or some some sort, mm-hmm. but. You know, he's had a couple DMPs. I'm hoping he has, you know, he's well rested and hopefully he has legs under him to start making shots. Because it is two games. Lou likes to see how the series develops within two games. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Monty Monty Williams didn't coach anything today. He just allowed Katie and Devin Booker (laughs) to just be really good (laughs) basketball players. Uh We'll see what Lou does in game three. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Morris or even Roko in game three. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he he just rocks with these guys and just, I don't know, gives certain players more minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be upset with it. So either way. Um, Is there anything else I wanted to talk about in this game? I'm trying to think. Oh, Zoo, I'm just gonna throw this out there because I've been, I've, it's been in the back of my head all season, and I'm just gonna say it right now. And it's just, and if if anyone asks, like, oh, would you trade Zoo? I'm like, I love having Zoo. He's a great value at center. He's a good defense, and the team plays a lot better with him on the court than they do with probably even Plumlee, to be honest with you. But Zoo might be the worst center in the league at finishing while getting fouled. It is extremely frustrating. I understand he's getting fouled, so he's not going to finish every single basket when that happens, but it is extremely frustrating for me that if he just gets, like, tapped on the hand, the ball goes flying two, two, the ball goes flying two rows into the stands, and he goes to the free throw line, who is not, like, an 88% free throw shooter himself. Like, finish at the rim, get some three-point plays the old-school way, 
if Zoo can incorporate that into his game next season, he could be legitimately a top three center in this league. But what he is is a great center for his contract. And, you know, he's to be honest, I think he's playing better than Aiton. But yeah. still, like, there's the... Just I don't know. There's it. It was in the fourth quarter when I, I think it happened, and I was like, "Oh man!" Like, and I think he he might have even went to the line and made both free throws. But I'm like, we couldn't have got three points out of this if you just finished at the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been happening all season. It's been happening his whole career. I feel like, and I've been pretty like hush on it because I'm like, "Eh, it's fine." You know, he's getting hacked and stuff like that. But man, you got to finish at the rim. Like it's yeah. the it's the playoffs. We gotta get every point we could get. We don't have Paul George out there. You know, everyone on this team, everyone on this team did not, except for maybe Russ, Terrence, Kawhi, everyone else on this team today was, like, not good. Eric Gordon can't make a basket after the first quarter, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Like, so, Zoo, you need to step up and be better. I'm just, I'm just going to be, everyone needs to step up and be better, but, like, those little things, though that little thing, in my opinion, separating from him becoming a top three or four center in this league, or just being a good value for his contract. I didn't mean to go on a zoo rant right now because he doesn't deserve a rant because he's still he still played well. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get what you're trying to say. It's it's playoffs. We need every little point. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You're not gonna get any argument from me on that one. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually pretty content. I'm actually content, still optimistic that we can make this difficult for the Suns. The Suns legitimately have a super team. They have Kevin Durant. They have Devin Booker. Like you said, they have two CP3s out there. They have <laughs> DeAndre. Like they're supposed to win the series, and they're supposed to probably win the series without Paul George more decisively, and they haven't. Mm-hmm. Like we are playing extremely well, and they are supposed to win this series. So every time we get a win, or every time we get a chance to win, like just I say, we just take it. And if Paul George comes back, then things even up a little bit. And if he doesn't come back, then yeah. But I uh, we're in a good place going back to LA. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully, like you said, the the fans show up. The fans make it a home game for the Clippers mm-hmm. and give them the energy to get this dub and maybe come out of LA 3-1. So let's, let's... The, Cl- the Clippers are not a very good home team, but hopefully that playoffs. doesn't matter. Playoffs are different. <laughs> so let's hope yeah. well, if the crowd gets into it, I think, I think we'll be fine to, uh, to finish off the pod. An update on my rant from the other the other week, um, or not the other week, the other the other game, the Rams did tweet go Clips today. Uh, I think it's a little late, and it wasn't like a tweet to the Clippers. It was like a it was like a comment on like a Clippers <laughs> post. So uh, Rams do better, but at least that's something. Uh, shout out to LA Kings though for you know. Shout out the clips and LA Galaxy shouted out the clips today. It's a little late. Uh, I feel like it's a uh, jumping on the bandwagon after the Clippers won game one. They're like, oh, well, I guess, I guess we could say go Clippers because, you know, they made this, this series competitive. But um, yeah, no, I, I see right through it, Rams and Galaxy. 
I just want to, I just want to <laughs> throw that out there on my LA sports scene, uh, supportiveness or formalities. I don't know what this, this thing is that I'm doing, but it's, it's something I'm keeping an eye on. And I, I just want, I just wanted to throw that out there. He's keeping receipts. So, so uh, if anyone's yeah. running those, uh, those accounts, make sure you shout out to, Excuse me. <laughs> Damn. Uh, wow. Uh, you shout out the Clippers more often, dude. So if you want to have Brian's fandom, uh, right. which you do, right? This guy will spend thousands on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of money on the Padres playoffs last year. and spent... That was a fun time, though. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, looking forward to that. But we got some playoffs here. So... Uh, we'll be back for game three. Uh, hopefully, eh, we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. It depends on if we're going to different games or not. But, like, mm. yeah. Uh, you got anything before we head out? Go Clippers. Go Clippers. And uh, you already know the outro. You can find our podcast where you find your po- wherever you find your podcast. Find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. We have a Patreon. Uh, it's three dollars. We're gonna do a lot of NBA rivals forums for this playoffs. I think we're kind of like really focused on the Clippers right now, but eventually we'll probably be you know available for uh, <laughs> other NBA stuff. Um, but yeah, and we appreciate you because you could be doing anything with your time, but you're still rooting for the Clippers after the season they had, and you're still listening to this pod, and we appreciate it. We're out later. Oops.